Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to the Better Together Podcast. My name's Callie Picardo. And I'm Ross Picardo. We're so glad you're joining us today. We are talking about spending. Spending money, but you think, gosh, money, that's a secular thing, but really it can be a God thing because money can take our focus away from God, but it can also be a tool used by God to grow our faith. I mean, this concept of spending is important because stewardship really is viewed in maybe four different ways. It's viewed in terms of how we earn the money. So are we doing it in a godly way? Are we doing something illegal? Are we spending too much time working to earn money, ragging, you know, chasing ourselves and running ourselves ragged? Are we, um, you know, saving money to the extent of hoarding? And are we giving money in ways that maybe are furthering God's kingdom or meeting different needs. So this area of spending is really interesting. So how how are we cognizant of what we spend and how we spend? Yeah, spending should be intentional. Just as much as giving should be intentional, setting aside a percent of our income to give, setting aside a percent of our income to save, but also how are we going to spend our money in a way that glorifies God? It's not just the money that you give that belongs to God, but really we are stewards of all that God's entrusted to us. The money is not ours, but God's and we're just the faithful managers. Um, so one thing I often ask people, you know, we'll meet with couples a lot, especially for premarital counseling and ask them this question, what, are your values. What are the things that are so, so, so important to you that you love, that you want to become known for, that at the end of your life, you want people to say, gosh, that person, they just were always fill in the blank. And then take a moment and look at your credit card statement or your bank statement, whatever it might be. What would your money say you value? Do those two things match? Because sometimes they do, but sometimes they're so different. You know, one of the stories that really has had an impact on me is from the life of John Wesley. And John Wesley was the founder of Methodism, this 18th century Anglican priest who led this movement uh, called Methodism as folks were getting in small groups and their hearts were being united together and falling in love with God and with one another and really in the midst of this revival, some of the poorest of the poor ended up becoming some of the wealthier folks of society because God was just blessing their work. But for John Wesley, it started from humble beginnings. I mean, he is one of 19 children. And so he grew up with some poverty, but when he started to accumulate money, one story in particular really had an impact on him. It says Wesley had just 
finished paint for some pictures for his room when one of the chambermaids came to his door. It was a cold winter day and he noticed that she had nothing to protect her except a thin linen gown. He reached into his pocket to give her some money to buy a coat, but he found he had let he had too little left. Immediately, the thought struck him that the Lord was not pleased with the way he had spent his money. He asked himself, Will thy master say, Well done, good and faithful steward? Thou hast adorned thy walls with the money which might have screened this poor creature from the cold. O justice, O mercy, are not these pictures the blood of this poor maid? Wesley never again wanted to experience this feeling of letting God down and his brothers and sisters down. And so it was then that he started to really understand this theology or this understanding of money, especially when it came to savings. And so um, every time his money and his income increased, it was in fact more that he would save and what he spent was in order to give to those that were in poverty and, of course, to further the kingdom of God. Another story that's more of a modern example similar to this uh, came across the story from the Generous Giving website. There's a woman named Renee Lockie, and she was a strong, strong Christian, and she was an OBGYN doctor. And she'd been saving, saving, saving really aggressively for her retirement, And God started challenging her that maybe she was just doing more on the saving and spending side than she needed to. And one day she was running and she just felt very clearly God say to her, I want you to work like a doctor and live like a nurse. So she looked up about how much a nurse would make and she said, okay, that's going to take some sacrifice. But she intentionally set her budget where she was making a doctor's salary, but she was intentionally living on the salary that a nurse would make, um, giving what was above and beyond and really being intentional with how she spent her money. Um, and, and it's not just how much we spend, but where we spend, you know, there are a lot of more fair trade options, ways that pay a living wage to the laborer that value the person who created um, the product you're buying. There are ways that your spending can honor God with where you're spending. Um, we also, I know so often encourage folks to spend local when they can um, to be able to make an impact on local businesses that are really trying to make a difference in a lot of ways. So God cares about what we spend outside of, you know, that 10% that maybe we give, which is just a really a, a sketch of where we should be landing. And it doesn't stop at the 10%, but it doesn't mean that we do whatever we want to do with the 90% left over. So it means really being conscious of that, right? It does. And one of the things that people get so nervous about doing is making a budget. They think, oh my goodness, how restrictive. Like that's going to make me where I can't do anything fun. But really a budget is just taking control and telling your money where you want it to go. I mean, imagine taking a stack of dollar bills and throwing them up in the air and hoping they would land where they needed to land. Well, a budget is placing them intentionally where you want them to go. So when Roz and I were engaged, I told him I would marry him if. (laughs) 
marry him if he was great, but I really wanted to be on the same page with finances. So together we went through the crown financial ministries, Bible study. And during that process, we sat down one night while we were engaged and made a budget. And we keep having to refine the budget because things change. A budget's just guidelines. It's uh, an indication of intentions, but it's a way of helping you say, okay, how can we place our spending in a way that lines up with our values, but then taking that budget and okay, what, what is going to help you stick with the budget? So it's revisiting it on a regular basis. Um, we use a tool called mint.com that pulls our accounts and everything into one place where we can see how we're doing on our budget in different places. And we can tweak it as we need, you know, as circumstances change, you know, as income changes, as expenses change, you know, if you have another kid, which we've had several lately, mm-hmm. things change, you know, different lifestyles. Um, but then it also gives that accountability, but sometimes you need extra help, especially if you have an area where you know you tend to splurge or tend to waste money. Um, so I don't tend to splurge on buying gas for my car. For me, that is an area that I can safely use my credit card. I'm fine. I'm not going to be like, woo, I'm feeling crazy. I'm going to buy a little extra gas for my car this week. Mm-hmm. But I tend to spend more money on food. I like trying fun food, eating out, um, buying food at the grocery store. And so being more intentional about watching that budget. I mean, I know some people that do better on cash. I don't do as well on cash because I feel like I it doesn't go into my mint.com budget. So I end up spending that faster, but you know, what is that accountability piece? How are you going to watch, you know, and if you're gone over the budget one week, how are you going to cut back the next week? How are you going to be creative for me with what do I have in the pantry? Okay. What has been sitting there for a couple months in the pantry that I need to get out and come up with a creative dish to use rather than buying something new at the grocery store. So really, it starts with tracking it. Um, If you don't track it, you don't know where you're at. Um, And really, it's setting that reality in our own minds. Where are we at right now? And if you are married, do this with your spouse. Um, It needs to be both on the same page because honestly, you are going to you've got to work together to do it. And so it's coming up with a budget that both can live in. And we found that that can often be hard because one spouse has an area that they tend to spend on that the other spouse thinks, gosh, that's wasteful. And the one who's spending it doesn't think it's wasteful. So one of the things that we've done is giving each spouse an allowance. So Roz has his fun money that he can spend however he wants. And I have my fun money that I can spend how I want. And it's a part of the overall budget, but we've got control of those areas. We really do encourage couples to do their finances together. Some like having their own checking account, but if you love each other enough to get married and the two become one, the finances become one. And so your spending decisions affect your spouse and vice versa. So how do you work together and get on the same page? Um, in this podcast, I know we're talking some about communication too, because there's a lot that has to do with communication with with money. If you are married, that's got to be something that you talk about. And it can often be contentious. Um, So not a, hey, you're breaking our budget, you're spending money there. But hey, how are we going to work together to spend in a way that honors God, um, to give and save in a way that honors God, and really to make that first where our heart is first for the Lord, 
and not so tied up in our spending. Um, and that and spending can be addictive for some. So being cognizant of that and getting help where that is a problem. So really it starts with being able to write down if you're not able to write it down, use something like mint.com, whatever it might be to just be able to record all those things. And then even your debts too, to look at all the debts you have. And so um, it's not a bad thing to spend money on your debt repayment. Um, but you want to just be able to keep that, you know, really monitored as well. And that can be a big thing if you feel like your spending's out of control and you realize part of it's out of control because you're spending more than you make. But also part of it is you've got a lot of debt. And so just paying for previous purchases that you paid for with debt, that interest rate can add up. So you can actually free up a lot of money in your budget by getting debt free. So it starts with spending less than you make, but then also intentionally prioritizing repaying that debt. Um, Dave Ramsey has some great tools on that with snowballing debt, with listing out all your accounts, listing out all the monthly payments, but then doing extra to start paying off and attacking that debt. You know, it might mean selling some things that you don't use. It might mean, um, you know, intentionally giving up something and knowing that the giving up of maybe that uh, daily Starbucks coffee run, giving that up is going toward paying, repaying debt, taking on some extra side jobs to pick up some extra income and knowing everything you get from that side job is going to go toward repaying debt. You know, if you get a gift for a financial gift for a birthday or a Christmas or a tax refund, think about not spending that, but using it to attack that debt to pay it down because that is a way to free up money in your budget to really, um, to really help you spend in a way that honors God. So, you know, it's watching holidays, Christmas, birthdays, doing things on a budget. You know, we've intentionally asked our family to spend less on toys for our kids in favor of investing in their college education. And so that's something that's been really interesting and fun to watch is that money has accumulated and grown over time. We know that setting up that next generation to be able to hopefully go to college and not have to take on lots of student loans. So we can intentionally do some of our spending in our lifetime to impact future generations. So what do you think is the difference between spending and squandering? Spending is intentional and squandering gets wasteful. Often squandering is not using that spiritual fruit of self-control. I mean, if the Holy Spirit is leading your giving there or leading your spending, there's a measure of self-control. Um, but it's also not all rigid either. Um, you know, I've known some that have said for them, spending on a family vacation doesn't have to be a huge, big blowout, but spending on getting away as a family to invest in their families away where they have their spending line up with their values. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to save some money throughout the year, cutting back on spending in some areas that maybe don't mean as much to you so that your spending is directed on things that, you know, those are going to create memories that last a lifetime. That's good. Well, we are out of time. And we um, want to be able to redirect you to our book. Uh, you can find it on marketsquare.com. It's for pre-sale. As of June 1st, it was for pre-sale. 
um, or Amazon.com. It's called Money Talks, a biblical take on earning, saving, spending, and giving. So our prayer is that it will be a resource and a blessing as people try to honor God with all that they have. Until next week, we will see you. God bless. We are coming at the end of our time together. The Better Together podcast with Callie and Ross Picardo hopes to help with pertaining issues to remind you that we are all in this together as we grow to love one another. Join us next time. Thank you for listening.